Alright, welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast. It's the Baseball Playoff Preview Podcast. I know you're all excited. Uh, last week we had uh, Kyle with no Sam. This week we have Sam with no Kyle. So, Sam, how's how's it going? I am Kyleless. Yes, we're both, uh, we're I, both I am well. And I gotta say, Andy, on this special edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast, our playoff preview, I'm I'm a little excited. I didn't think I would be. I'm not. This is not a normal playoff year where I'd already be bouncing off the walls and unable to sleep. But I'm. I guess it would be more curious than I am excited. But I'm. I'm looking forward to it either way. And I. I didn't think I would. Well, that's good. If uh, you want to catch me up on what I missed last week, I'm sure you and Kyle were in great moods. Yeah. Uh, because that was right after the Pirates series. Yeah. I was pretty much sure that the Cubs were not going to win another game. Um, they two? Maybe ever. Not even just the rest of the season, but in franchise history. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bitching. And um, it's probably why Kyle's not on this week. <laughs> well, and you know what? I can't blame him. He's like, all right, I'm not going through that again. But he wouldn't have gotten that again because I, too, am more optimistic. Before we get started, let's uh, tell people you can people can read you at Deadspin.com. And- Deadspin.com and at Fellsgate is the Twitter. All right. Um, yeah, so I, I was feeling the same way. I, as as much as I promised you and myself and the public that I would not get that worked up about this season because it didn't, it doesn't, it's not real. You know, it's a new thing, a one time thing. The Pirate series was so hard to watch that I couldn't help but be upset. But I will say, heading into the White Sox series, I noticed that on Wednesday and Thursday, it felt like the Cubs were hitting the ball pretty damn hard. They just kept hitting it at people. It felt like there were there were so many line drives. Yeah, it was just it was bad aim. Yeah. So I I was reasonably optimistic uh, they would play well against the White Sox. Then when I saw who the White Sox were starting all weekend, I felt even better. Um. So uh, I don't know that it means anything. I shouldn't put too much emphasis on two out of three from a team that already had things clinched. But I do want to say. That 60 games is all we have to judge David Ross on. The Cubs played at a 92-win pace with not just their best players being not their best players. Some of their best players were the worst players in the league. Yeah. Two in particular. Two in particular. Um, The left side of their infield. (laughs) Well, one guy was just hurt all the time mm-hmm. um the other but guy he literally had he literally had the he was had the second worst i don't yeah. know his big weekend probably corrected a little of that because it doesn't take much in 60 games <laughs> no it doesn't especially and when the guy, he only plays 34 of the games so two good games guy, help and the guy who stands behind them in the grass there he was really bad too yeah and so you can't now over 162 you could say well if those guys kept being bad the cubs would have been a below 500 team and you might be right and you could say over 162, those guys eventually would have corrected it. Yeah, that's... And they probably would have ended up a 92-93 to 93 win team. Neither one of those is incorrect, I don't think. So I have to say, with all the bitching we do and the complaining we've done on Twitter, and will and we'll do, that it's got to be considered a successful MLB Cup season. Because, as we've said previously, if you told us before these shenanigans started 
that Javi Baez would have a wins created running win, winning runs created plus of 58 or whatever it was. Chris Bryant would barely play half the season. Anthony Rizzo would be average at best. Kyle Schwarber would be bad. You would have thought this team won 20 games. Yeah. I think the thing Kyle and I talked about was if you had told us at the beginning of the season that Ian Happ and Jason Hayward were going to be good, right. you would have been like, oh, well, that's the Cubs are going to be awesome. Right. So there's no way the other guys are going to be bad. We're going to be one through eight. That's going to be unstoppable. Right. Well, unstoppable. For a well, long they time, just... they, were, they were the only two. Right. They were eminently stoppable. Um, so I... You know, I, I don't know how much to put into it because, again, it's not even half a baseball season. So much could more could have happened in another 100 games. We don't know. I feel like after another 100, 100 games, Alec Mills' ERA would have been over six, maybe seven. Um, with two no-hitters, probably. With, with two no-hitters. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the only thing I really wanted – was for them to look good. And I will say that look what happens when Chris Bryant hits. Chris Bryant hits, and they scored like 26 runs in three games. Yeah, well, he didn't uh, even play in the first game. He they didn't even play the first We played the first game, didn't he? I think he played all three. I thought he only played He might have only played the Saturday, last Sunday. Well, he still scored 15 runs in those. Yeah. yeah. And um, he had two homers so, and a grand slam. And The only thing I was like, don't, don't catch the Reds. I was like, just, I don't want... You may have to do it in the second round and whatever, but I was just like I just don't want to deal with the whole Reds. Like not because I'm afraid of them. I think the Cubs could easily beat them just as easily as the Reds could beat them. It's just a level of bullshit I don't want to deal with. Yeah. Well, I think the worst case scenario was getting the Reds in the first round. Yeah. When only two of those three guys have to beat you, mm. and you're done, and you just go home, and then you have to live with the shame of being sent home by a team that can only score when they hit home runs and don't hit right. home runs as often as people think that they do. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they have a terrible offense. It's like, oh, you got to run into that juggernaut Reds. It's like, um, yeah, okay. Nick, so Nick Castano stopped hitting home runs in like week two. And <laughs> then, you know. Yeah, I, I think the Braves are probably perfectly equipped to beat them because they can really hit. And their pitching's just good enough to make sure they don't hit a ton of home runs. Yeah, um, but the, man, that it would be nice. Well, it's looking too far ahead. Okay, first thing I want to say was I was – I'm glad the Cubs got the Marlins for one big reason, and that was I could not watch another freaking series with the same goddamn teams <laughs> that they played all summer. Because yeah. during the weekend, it was either going to be – they were either going to play the Marlins, the Cardinals – or the the Reds. Reds. And it's like, we've already played you know, 20 <laughs> games against two of those teams. I need to see somebody else. And it's kind of neat. We're going to see a team that I don't know hardly anybody who's on it. Yeah, I I, I will have to claim ignorance for your dedicated uh, listening public. I know your fans are well, banding, and I, and I hate to let them down. But I, I have not watched that much Miami Marlins baseball because, you know, I try and catch everyone who's worth watching. And in a normal season – the buzz about the Marlins would start and I would try and tune in a little more often than I had. Well, by the time the buzz, the buzz of the Marlins started, the, the season was over. So I just never had time. Yeah. Well, to... I don't think in a normal season, they have a chance in hell. No, no. At making the playoffs. Their, uh, their Pythagorean record should have had them, uh, six games under 500. 
they got outscored by 41 runs. And people are like, well, that's not that big a deal because in one of the games, they got beat by 20. It's like, yeah, there was a game that they lost 29 to 9 to the Braves. <laughs> right. Like, yes, they lost they're, a baseball game by 20 runs and scored nine runs and still they're, lost. They're, they're a 20. team capable of giving up 29 runs in a, in a game. So that's all you need. That that's that's you know, and there's some names here: Miguel Rojas, Francisco Cervelli. We've we, we've we've seen that. Yes, I know what that looks like. Jesus uh, Aguilar. You know, yeah. These are not. This is not like a team rife with young studs, Starling Marte, who are who are coming into their own. You know, maybe in the rotation yeah. a little bit. Okay, but yeah, um, Sixto Lescano's son. Sixto Sanchez. Is that how that works? No, I yep. guess that'd be the last name, not the first name. <laughs> and uh, so one of the El- one of the oh I don't know. Well, Len won't be around to tr- to pronounce uh, Alcantara. Alcantara. Actually, what did we? I he used to get shit for the way he pronounced Arismendi Alcantara's name, and he's like, you know who I asked? I asked him. <laughs> Arizmendi, he told me how to say his name, so stop complaining because I'm saying it the way he told me to say it. Right. Um, yeah. Apparently, the, that guy this, is starting game one. This is not a team you would, in a normal series, you'd be afraid of. But again, any team can run into a couple balls. Oh, this feels like the kind of team the Cubs lose to. <laughs> well, as as I will I will not keep people waiting. As I tweeted to you, as we were talking again in private. I have come to the conclusion that the Cubs will either lose the first two games of this stupid playoff, or they're going to the World Series. There will be no in between. Hmm. It's one or the other. They will. E- they will. They will either. This will be the team. Yep. They biff the first two games in like in like really stupid fashion. It'll, it'll be something stupid. And if they if they win this series, then then they're going straight through. Like I I feel like something terrible is going to happen to the Dodgers along the way, and they won't even have to deal with the Dodgers. And uh, and then they'll, they'll win the National League. And as we know, the Cubs have to win the World Series this year to close the hellmouth they opened by winning the World Series in 2016. <laughs> it's their fault. It's our fault. So the only way to set this clock back <laughs> is for them to win it again. Yep. Just It'll be just days before again. <laughs> right. So. Exactly. So oh, God, I don't know that I... I don't know that I'm comfortable with uh, Dan Winkler having to get outs to save the world. <laughs> to save to save the world. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not comfortable with Dan Winkler getting outs in this stupid season. Now you put that weight on it, and I, uh, I it's tough. It's I, tough. I think the worst thing about the playoffs, the National League playoffs, is that there's an NL, there's a National League Central team in every series. Yep. You the can't, you the can't best escape. best thing about it is there is not a series with two of them because <laughs> people don't need to see that again. No, not, never again. So it's funny we talked about. I still don't think it may. It, you can make if you want to. You can make a very impressive observation about the Cubs' schedule, and it's that because three American League Central teams made the playoffs, mm-hmm. they only played seventeen games all season against teams that aren't in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Except for the fact that of the seven seventy percent of um, that's not right. It's not ten teams, but there's a whole shitload of. It's a big percentage. <laughs> a there's a a big percentage of uh, playoff teams in baseball are from that one division. The only thing that's bad about it is I don't think any of them are any good. 
Uh, we, I think I thought the Sox were better than they were. And then somebody th- pointed out that they went 21-3 and three against the Royals, Royals Tigers, Tigers, and Pirates. And Pirates. Yeah, yeah I, I pointed that out. Thank you very much. Oh, okay, good. Um, actually, I think I got it from you, and then I wrote a whole article mm. about it. But yeah, like... They went, and if I think if you, if you throw the Brewers in there, it's like twenty five and three. Yeah, but the Brewers are a playoff team, Ugh. right? So I guess we can't throw them in there. They're below five hundred. But like, yeah, and if you go through their individual, like like Tim Anderson, if you take away the Tigers, Royals, and Pirates, he hit like two fifty. Hmm. Um, like Eloy, same thing. Um, they're pit, you know, uh, Giolito's good. And Keuchel gets outs. I don't know that he's good. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he gets outs, but they've they've got their own questions to answer. Uh, I think the A's are a terrible matchup for them, but whatever. The A's also have a habit of spitting up in the playoffs, so you know, whatever. But yeah, I I I, I mean, we know no one in the NL Central is really good. Like we've seen the Cardinals enough to know they're not very good. No, uh, the they're Brewers. Not. Suck. Yes. So go ahead and say the Brewers suck, and it was fun to think they could beat the Dodgers, but not if they can't use Corbin Burns or Brandon Woodruff, right? Which they might not be able to. Well, Woodruff will be. What's that? He'll be on normal rest, but only if they pitch him in Game Two. Right. And Burns is out. Yes. That's that's very bad for them, and I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, as as great it would be for someone to blow up the playoffs by knocking the best team in baseball out after two games. Um, if it was going to be the Brewers, I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. I don't want them having that. And it would put a banner up because oh yeah, you know, right next to their NLCS runner-up banners that they're flying <laughs> up there in American family, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <sighs> yeah, yeah, the uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Cardinals just out of habit after the seventh inning of the playoff games just <laughs> stop like, leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, all right, when's when's game two? Uh, like forty minutes? Like, no, you were playing the whole thing, and you got to come back tomorrow and lose two. Oh. And lose two. Yeah, the other yeah. See that if you really want, if you were the Phillies or the Giants. And you wanted to point out, like, hey, these guys not only played two less games than everybody, they played, like, 30 less innings. Yeah. Like, there's another three games you could tack on to that. I mean, it's, but they didn't really play. It's weird because they um, – it it did tear up their pitching staff. Yeah. You know, Dakota Hudson has, has to have – he got Tommy John disease, and they lost other guys. and um, But at the same time – they didn't have to pitch as many innings as anybody else. Now, granted, it's not ideal to play 14 innings on a bunch of days, but you know this was the season to do it. You had a ridiculous, you had a supersized bullpen, and they could they could work it so they could make it even. Well, you get an extra player for the double header, so they played a lot of games with an extra guy, and nobody feels sorry for them because they it was their fault. They didn't catch COVID from some other team. Right. They gave it to themselves. Sort of the Marlins, actually. Yeah. And one of the reasons the Marlins are in is because, well, the Phillies couldn't, you know, get out of their own way. Um, but the Marlins played them seven times in five days. And 
were basically were good for those five days, and that propelled them to the playoffs and the Phillies to not. It's, for the Phillies, it's like we had to miss all these games. It screwed up our team, too. And we, for the most part, were fine. I think a couple of the clubhouse guys got it from the Marlins. From the Marlins. And uh, the other weird thing about the Marlins is they love to wear their black uniforms, and they have black numbers. You can't tell who anybody is. It's like they're trying – I don't know if they're trying to play a baseball game or rob a bank, but you don't know who any of them are. It just contributes to the complete anonymity of that team, which is fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, well, no, you get in – you get into that argument about well they've played two divisions that that suck. Now hang on, now we think the Padres and Dodgers are good, and they are good. Yeah, but all of their games were against a majority of their games were against the Giants, Diamondbacks, and Rockies, who are terrible. Yep. And then beyond the A's in that division, the Astros were not very good this year, and the Mariners suck, the Rangers suck, and who am I leaving out? I'm missing one. Um, the Angels are terrible. Yes. So yeah, the Dodgers have forty-two or forty-three wins, and they're good, and they might, they might, they're great. But are they that good? Are the Padres that good? Because they've gotten to play a lot of shitty teams. Well, I think the Padres, the the um, the assumption the Padres are good came from that they had a month where they just hit a grand slam every game, every day against the Rangers. Well, yeah, especially if you get to pick on the, the Rangers completely went in a tailspin, which was right. great after all that bullshit. Um, yeah, and then but then the Padres got real aggressive at the trade deadline, and they seemed to fill any hole they had, and they haven't played as well since. Um, and then Clevenger's hurt. And yep, Lamette might be. Yeah. I don't think it's going to bother them at all in round one against it the... It shouldn't, because Missouri, the Cardinals are terrible. Right, against the Missouri Yoo-Hoos and... Um, <laughs> But round two is Dodgers. You're right. And, uh, unless, unless the Brewers pull it off, but you know, which they could. I mean, like as bad as the Brewers are, and as helpless as they, are, and you know, without even their two best pitchers, it's we're talking two games. Well, and it would be a very well. Think about it. We're counting on Chris Bryant snapping out of it because he showed promise for two days. Right. Don't you think Brewer fans have looked at Christian Yelich all year? Like, are you ever? <laughs> <laughs> gonna get a hit. Are you gonna are you gonna hit? Please. So what if he has two days where he turns back into himself and the Dodgers are like, oh shit, these are the two days he picked to do it? Right. And they can go right back to being crap again and they've knocked them out. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I wouldn't bet on it, but you know, it'd be hilarious. One of the nice things that happened over the weekend was um and we know this is but it it, it would be better if it it had a chance of being true. It because it's the last year of his contract, it was the possibility that it was uh, Yadier Molina's last uh, game for the Cardinals yesterday. And in his last at bat, he rolled into a triple play. It wasn't even that hard. No, and like, he didn't. He was barely in the picture when the ball got to first. I mean, they turned that like they were turning a double play. Like a triple play is supposed to have some urgency to it. They, there was no urgency to that. That was just them like throwing the ball around the horn after a strikeout. So I mean it's great. It's funny that it's embarrassed, but there's no, there's zero chance that that's his last game. Oh no! He's, if he wants to play, yes, he, there is no way the the best fans in baseball will let the Cardinals move on from him. Which is too bad because I'm ready. 
ready, I'm ready, to be ready for it. him to go away. I've been ready for a long but time. But I'd also be happy for them to just have this hole in the lineup. Well, it is true that now we're at the point where he's practically useless. Yeah. He's often injured. He never hits. And so, yeah, it's it's nice. He's an anchor, finally, because he went from a great defensive catcher who couldn't hit at all to a great defensive catcher who could hit for a little while to now an above-average defensive catcher still, because he's still good at that. But he is he's worse than useless. <laughs> he's worse than useless. Victor Caratini's a better hitter than Yadier Valencia by some distance. I think the, the minute I became convinced that the Cubs were about to you know, go ham on the National League in the playoffs was not only did Victor hit a home run. Yes, he did. He hit it off Gio Gonzalez, who I don't think the Cubs had ever scored on, ever. I was like, oh, that's the sign we've been waiting for. It wasn't wasn't the Grand Slam. It wasn't Wilson's bat flip to the moon. It was Victor Caratini hitting a home run and hitting it off Gio Gonzalez. And then Gio, out of shame or whatever, leaving. Blew out his elbow. (laughs) If I gave up a home run to Victor Caratini, I'm done. <laughs> I'm retiring. Well, they're still going to. I mean, Victor Caratini is going to get a playoff at best because he's a used personal catcher. Yeah, he's going to start. He's going to be. He's going to start game one. Uh, and I well, have they announced if it's you or Kyle yet? Oh, well, they haven't announced. Everyone is just assuming that it will be. I wouldn't be so sure. Um. Now, what I would do, and that's only because I'm crazy, is wh- whichever one you choose. To start game one, you tell the other one, you're starting game three unless we lose game one. Because then, if you just happen to win game two, you sweep it. Now you got him fresh for game one without with extra rest. You can bring your game one starter back for game two on, on longer rest. So we're, uh, so we're Lou Pinella ing it. We're taking, yeah. we're taking Carlos out early in game one for a game four that we're never going to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, say, I, I don't think Rossi's going to do that. No, I, I doubt it. That's fine. I didn't realize there were going to be two days off between the end. Yeah, that was the other thing we talked about. For a, a playoff with no days off, there's a lot of days off. <laughs> you get two days yeah. before you start, and then yep. if and I thought if um, I what I really expected was kind of what the NBA did, which was if. Okay, say say the Cubs take care of the Marlins in two games, and um, the Braves beat the Reds in two. That shut, you shut basically Texas, let's go. Basically, yeah, get let's go. We're starting the we're starting the NLDS. They're not doing that. Yeah. They're they're going to their prescribed things, and there's like four days off between. I don't, th- I don't maybe it's an American League series. I was looking, I was like, holy crap! Only I guess there's three days off, but there's four if somebody ends early. But the, the, the idea starts, is once it starts, okay. it doesn't stop. So once yep. you start your series, you can't just use the off day to get a, get one of your starters an extra day and bring him back early. You're right. You're either bringing him back on really short rest or you're having to go to somebody else, which is the part of it that you like. And it's, I don't mind that part of it. I wanted them to spread the TV inventory out a little bit the first couple of days. No, which, fuck them. Which they're aggressively <laughs> not. They're aggressively not doing that. They're basically playing every game at the. They're just going to shotgun start it, just like they did yesterday. <laughs> and they're like, um, and even when they get to the, um, even when they get to the NLDS, they're going to play both games on the same field at the same time. Right. <laughs> Scoot over. I'm pitching. No, I'm. Wait a minute. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess they need the two days because now the team's got to fly down to Texas, check into the hotel. 
get their quarantine regulations, you know, figure out what it is they can and can't do. So I guess like they need the two, I don't know. Maybe they need the two days. I don't know. But no, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a TV thing. Must well, I mean, because yeah. the, the ALCS starts Sunday or DSs start Sunday, right? Right, and that's because those are on TBS. Yeah, so and they don't the, have to worry about football. The NL starts on the month on right. a week from today. Because Fox is like, we're not not starting that on Sunday. We've got we have real sports to show that day. <laughs> right, baseball. You you little guys with your cute little pants down below your knees. Um, you can wait. Oh, I, I have it wrong. The NLDS is start on Tuesday, so you have three days off, and that's the only if you go to three games. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, you, you got that. You you have that right. We have real sports to show, so please. <laughs> that's right. The the big boys are playing on Sunday, guys. You're gonna yeah. have to sit. Yeah, gonna have to move along. Yeah. Um. So the yeah, co- well, I, we're I mean we're getting out over our skis. These pesky, colorful Marlins with their seven colored jerseys <laughs> like with um you know they're they're showing up here they got nothing to lose you know they're the surprise team yada 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 yeah i mean i they're an inspirational story i i think everybody should get behind the fact that derek jeter took over that 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 talentless franchise they didn't have anybody that was any good and they then he made kind of don't then he made great trades where he traded uh, Christian yells for a bag of beans <laughs> You're right. and Giancarlo Stanton, although it's enormous contract and Giancarlo telling the Cardinals to go fuck off. It's still one of my happiest days ever, even though given his injuries, it would have really crippled them. It was still worth it for him to go. No, I'm no. not going there because <laughs> nothing not- hurts them more than people. Somebody going, this is baseball heaven. And he's like, um, no, I'm not going to drive my car into the back of a, of, of a, of a tow truck. I don't want to go to baseball heaven. I'm right. gonna go play for the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, I saw the, uh, the the Pirates had a prospect who got drunk and killed a few people, and I was wondering why the Cardinals didn't trade for him the next day. Yeah, they're just waiting for him. They think they're gonna wave him. Um, keep, an keep an eye on the keep an eye on the waiver wire. We can sneak in there and get him. That's our it's our kind of guy right there. Um, I mean it's a it's an imposing rotation, I guess, based on what they've done here, because. Uh, but they have they announced who's because there was some question of Sixto was gonna yeah I, I don't believe they have announced their their game two starter yet just Alcantara for game one okay um, well, Cubs have lit him up in the past you know well now that the yeah, offense yeah, yeah. now the offense is fixed we don't fear well, the anybody. offense is fixed yeah you know Javi may bat left handed just for the hell of it God bless him that was great I, I was glad he did that. Yeah, it's why like, not? Right, if you're going to jack around with the ninth inning, then we're going to do it too. And uh, it was good that he got hit. And then, he, in, in Javi fashion, he takes off on what he thinks is with two outs. Right. He just takes off and he's running. And um, because um, Yolmer was pitching, he actually went to try to catch the pop-up. And him and Makata, like bumped into each other and they very well dropped it, in which case Javi would have just scored. And it would have been another one of those. See, look how instinctive he is. Right. And even he would have been like, "Yeah, I thought there were two outs. That didn't have anything to do with anything else. I just or game had gone on long enough. It's time and to go. He home. just wanted to go home. Yeah. It's like, all right, screw this. Um. And, hey, we're forgetting to mention the Cubs keep the crosstown cup. Well, that was the most important thing, and that's when I got one thing. I guess we talk about now. I got very irritated with, um, how cavalierly Ross 
was managing on Sunday, given that the cup was at stake. <laughs> um, you know, he gets up well, 10, to, 10 to 1, and they do their – I want to get your thoughts on uh, this, if it made any sense at all to have Braylon pitch on the f- very last day. I felt like that was like a big F you. No, no. To, I, to us. I think maybe you and me. Maybe. Yeah. I it, and, it, and if it was simply a fuck you to you and me – then you know what? More power to them. <laughs> yeah, feels like right, um, I'm going to shut those fuckers up. I'm going to shut these assholes up. Well, I mean, we should talk about Azali because he that certainly makes things interesting. Yes, more he's, interesting. He's um, he looks um, like an actual weapon now. Yeah, well, which we always thought he could be. Yeah. But I think the thing with Braylon is it was unfair to Braylon because now it it definitely felt like here's your first major league appearance in relief, which you're not really used to. And not only is it your first major league appearance, but your chances of being on yeah. the postseason roster hinge on this. Right. So you've already got the nerves of appearing in a major league game for the first time out of the bullpen. It's like, oh, and by the way, if you pitch well, we might actually use you in the playoffs, but if you don't, we won't. Yep. So it didn't seem very fair. No. Um, but, you know, if that's how he responds to, the, you know, that kind oh, of pressure. I don't. Rather, yeah. Well, uh, I but I, I, you still, you, Theo and Jed can give me the fuck you all they want, and that's their job, and more power to them. I still think he should have gotten a week or two of appearances just to see. So do I. Like, I, I, th- um, I feel like we sat around. A, well, I would say all summer. It was only it was two months watching Kyle Ryan be the only lefty that they had for a while, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, maybe here's a thought. Maybe there was some time in I don't know August when he could have brought him up for a few days, picked a, picked a spot or two for him, seen if he looks comfortable, and then you know, either decide all right he's really he needs to go back to South Bend or maybe there's something here and they just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then to bring him back on the last day and do the whole um, well you know maybe if you know maybe if if you look good we might keep you on the play. I mean you're right he's already nervous enough it's his. It's his first game ever. Then there's that extra thing because you know he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like holy shit. I mean, he doesn't know who K Rod is, but if he did, he'd be like, you know, <laughs> I could be K Rod. He has no idea who that is. Right. But, um, He's, he was almost born. And then after it just felt K-Rod. like. And then to not have anybody up, just in case. So right. he, he's just out there after once he walked Incarnacion, he got to that point. It's like all right, it's not going to happen. Might as well get him out. Not that I think they did any lasting damage to him. I don't think. Oh no, no, nothing like that. But it's like, um, it was annoying to watch for me, it's and I, I'm mostly was. worried about me, not him. Uh, then they bring in Dwayne, who um, uh, also pitched himself off the playoff roster. <laughs> yes, he did. He <laughs> By basically doing the same thing Braylon was, just not as fast. Right. Wild pitches. Time- I can do that. All the games I didn't watch or they, I turned off because they were either blowing it out or getting blown out. I'd see these tweets from the club's bloggerati. They're like, oh, man, Dwayne Underwood, it was rough, but he's, he's really putting it together. He's figuring it out, really rooting for this kid. And every time I tuned in, he was getting his doors blown off. It looked like yesterday. So yeah. I'm, I'm not on the Dwayne Underwood train, I'm afraid. The Cubs had the lowest bullpen ERA. Well, I don't know. I should have checked after yesterday. Right. Um, they had the low uh, going into yesterday. They had the lowest bullpen ERA in the National League in September. 
That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Anyway, let's let's circle back here to Adbert. Now we know that he he's probably going to get a play if they make the division series. He's probably going to start a game. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. But he'll throw like four innings, which is fine. What I what I don't understand is the people saying, "Oh, look at this! He's 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 clearly in the rotation for next year." Adbert Asali has never thrown more than eighty innings as yeah. a professional. How is he going to be in the rotation next year? Right. How is that something that can happen? I mean, it's it's one of, it's it's one of the casualties of this season, which was right. they would have stretched him out. Right, they could have got him one hundred twenty. Yeah, and then then yeah. he's ready for a full load next year. Instead, next year becomes the stretch out year. Right. So, you know, I mean, he can be an opener next year and throw like the first three innings twenty times. Or he can be the guy you bring in out of the pen to throw a full three innings. But yeah. he, he he's not going to be in the rotation. There's just no way. No, but that's fine because two weeks ago we figured out that the the back end of the rotation was just going to be Jose Quintana, Tyler Chatwood, and John Lester again. <laughs> John Lester again. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you I, you have every right to be excited by what you saw at Abraham, who apparently just decided he was going to start throwing a slider and now has the best slider on the staff. Yeah. Or at least they apparently they changed his they changed his grip, and he immediately took to it. And then right. when he came back, he's like, "Look at this! Look what I can do now!" And <laughs> everybody's I, like, "Oh shit!" He he's got Dylan Maples' slider, but thankfully he does not have Dylan Maples' control. Right. He can actually hit the catcher with it. Nice. <laughs> right. So he's definitely intriguing. He's kind of he feels like something of an X factor because, you know, if you get into the division series, then Lester's doing the sweaty, sweary grunty, angry thing and, you know, is, is in trouble in the third inning. It's okay, well, here comes Adbert and he's just going to get us to the seventh inning. Although, they've got to do that a couple times because when Lester doesn't start, then I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, Alec Mills is going to start a playoff game uh, here, right? Yeah, that's not ideal. <laughs> it's not ideal, but I mean, I don't know what the alternative is here. Quintana's not stretched out. He can give you two, three innings at the most. I mean, they're yeah, going to have... Went, in order to get Braylon in yesterday, they actually sent Quintana to the bullpen to keep pitching. Yeah. Instead of giving him the eighth, they said, you know, all right, just, you can go down there and throw for now. Right. Which seemed weird. <laughs> You're up 10 to 1. Maybe just push Braylon back an inning. But they didn't, uh, they didn't want to do that. So they're going to have the bullpen game, you know, in the division round if they get there. Uh, they're just they're just gonna have to piece piece one game together, which is fine. I mean, most teams do that now, um, but but yeah, I, I I think we have. He's also out of options next year, right? Blake uh, Alzali has to be on the major league roster. He yeah. cannot. So so yeah, and and I I think we would if it was up to you and me, we would. Which is he would be a multi? He'd be the multi inning reliever. Yeah. Yeah. They, at least this year, and who knows with this weird year, they showed no interest in doing that. In fact, a few times, they seem to always try it with the wrong guy. Right. <laughs> like, hey, maybe we can get another inning out of him. It's like, no, no, you don't. No, no do not send Kyle Ryan back out there again. You're lucky he, you're lucky you lived through the that inning. Don't try it again. Eh, it'll work. And it didn't. It never worked. <laughs> also, I want a quick caveat here. This three batter rule, you either go to it fully or get rid of it. Don't give me the, oh, well, if you add the inning, then you don't have to stay in for three guys. Because then the, the rule only exists 
to shorten the game. It's not about changing pitcher strategy or making sure pitchers can actually get guys from both sides of the plate out or restricting what guy. I mean, then you're just talking about, yeah, we don't want to make anyone sit through a pitching change. Well, that's, but I mean, that's what it is. That is what it is. But you should at least shroud it in having something to do with baseball. So if you're going to go to it, then I don't care if you're on the inning. No, no, you got to come back out and face yeah. two more guys. I don't want to hear it. Ross, for the most part, treated it that way. Yes, he did. I don't think anyone told him. Much to Len Casper's chagrin over and over <laughs> again. He's like, uh, now that he's back, he's got to, you know, like like somebody would get one out. And bring him back. Right. He's, he's got a pitch to, it's almost like he's saying it loud enough because it, it's an empty stadium that Ross can hear it. Now right. he's got a pitch to two batters. <laughs> Dave. Dave. <laughs> Maybe I don't know if you can hear me down there. Skip. Hey, Taylor, are you still in the gift shop? Could you run down and tell the manager that he's got to let Kyle Ryan pitch to a two batters this inning? Uh, yeah, boy, boy, oh boy. I was excited to see the marquee went full infomercial yesterday and actually had her in the clubhouse shop showing off the things you could buy. It's like, that's great. Great use you, of... You know, the more I watched her throughout the season, the more I was convinced the first baseball game she's ever watched was this year. <laughs> Could be, but her dad was the president of the Rockies, which might, yeah. might have been how she got her job with the Rockies. It, it, it just might. I be. don't know. It might. It just that might have been what happened. Um. Yeah, I. Well, I'm glad the marquee experience is over for uh, for the winter. Yes, there's um, there is literally I, when you John Greenberg tweeted out the uh, part of the press release they sent out to talk about their postseason coverage. Uh-huh. And the list of, hey, join us uh, on, you know, they're going to do pre and post game apparently around the playoffs. We're kind of surprised because that seems like they work for people and they don't seem to want to do much of that. <laughs> right. um, but it's, you know, it's it's Cole Wright, Sean Marshall, Ryan Sweeney, you know, the big guns. The big guns. Ryan Dempster, Lane Casper, Jim Deshays, Carlos Pena, Mark Grace. It's like, yes, it's a cast of thousands that we watched or we we avoided all summer. Why all of a sudden now would we want <laughs> right. to watch them? Yeah, yeah, boy, that is that is special. That is just a special collection of humanity and strategy over there. I don't, I don't get it in the least. But uh, the best thing now is we don't. We literally, you can forget the number until like March. Or I don't even have the number. I just have the app. Yeah, you don't even have to remember. You can. You can just delete the app and reload it in March. I, and, and don't think I won't. <laughs> I am looking forward to doing just that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the Boog Shambi apparently will be Cub-centric. Boog Shambi and Chipper Jones. Well, that could be worse. I don't think <laughs> Chipper Jones is very good, but they have worse analysts. Yes, it'll be fun. Um, I really like Boog. He's good. I like Boog, although whenever they turn the camera on him, I feel like you can watch him swell. <laughs> I mean, he gets bigger every year. So now, will they be there? They have no. to be, right? No, no? I think they're going to be... Because they're already quarantined, getting ready for Texas, so they're just going to do it remotely? That's a good question. Uh, I think for these things, yes, they will be at the ESPN studio, their home studio, however they've been doing it. I haven't watched much ESPN baseball, like, I'm going to have to be honest. But then, yeah, I think they they will send four teams down to Texas and California. You would hope. Um, I mean, that's part of the reason for the 
bubble. Bubble. The well, real reason is well, so that the they can. Bubble, they, yeah, it's a bubble that doesn't has a big the, hole in the side. Of it. The bubble they want to sell tickets to. Yes. Well, that's the real the, reason for it. Was ooh, Texas will let us do anything. Right. It'll be but great California, when it'll be great Cali- when California is like, oh fuck no, you can't have anybody. And <laughs> right. so the National League games have fans, and the, the American League games. Don't. We're not even sure how you got here. Yeah. The California right. is like, did you? Where's your permission slip? Did, By the way, it, did, who's, also did, in California, did, in between choking on the air. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not as much on fire as it was. So that, not as much, but it could always it could start any day. Yeah. One more gender reveal party, and woof. <laughs> Here we go. Playoffs are off. When you're it's a girl, that, and there's no baseball playoffs. When you're at that gender reveal party, and they do whatever it is they do, and you see what happens, do you, do you turn and you're like, oh, oh, man, we fucked up here. Oh, this is bad. Like, I, think, you know, I mean, do you know the scale of what you've done? I don't know that those people yeah. have are, are self-aware enough to know. They probably just figured it was like the assuming that, the, well, I don't know. The other, the party who didn't plan it, the one who was being surprised, is probably like, ooh, this is, you went all out. Mm. It looks like the, looks like the whole valley's on fire. It is. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Is it supposed to do that? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that is, that is special. So, well, I, I think I've exhausted all the points I want to make. Was there something, what, what is, what is Andy Dolan's this prediction for the Cubs playoff run. You think they're eating it this week? Do you think we're going to be back I, out doing another division series preview a week from oh, today? Yeah, what I are think, we doing? I think this is the first of many. Um, <laughs> I I think they're going to beat the Marlins. I would not be because they're the Cubs, number one, and because it's a weird season, I would not be certainly I would not be shocked if they lose, but I do think they're going to beat the Marlins. I think the Marlins really are not good. Right. I mean, there's no point in predicting a three-game series because right. yeah, anything, anything can happen. If this know, were a five- or seven-game series, I'd be like, the Cubs will win this because the Marlins just aren't any yes. good. Right. There's no uh, battle of attrition in the first, in the three, in a two of three. Right. And if, so if they start Darvish in game one and he loses, then it's panic mode. Right. Although it's hard to see Darvish losing to this lineup. It, it is. Especially... Because uh, when Darvish has gotten to face bad lineups, he's been good. Yeah. And when he's faced good lineups, he's been good. Yeah. <laughs> like so. Um, so I guess your fear is that the offense goes right back into its slumber, yeah. and he gives up one run and they lose. Pitches well, yeah. couple of well placed, you know, a bloop and a. Well, it won't even be a blast. The Marlins don't hit blasts. <laughs> a bloop and another bloop. And, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be cold. So. Yeah, they're you not know, gonna. They're not gonna, even harder. They're not gonna like any of this. They're like, <laughs> "Hey, we made the playoffs. We got our, we got our shirts. Can we go home now?" <laughs> right. We all had well, twenty of us had COVID two months ago. We'd all like to go home now. I think all of us who are optimistic just feel like that the office. It doesn't even have to rebound, but like you know, Brian and Baez and Schwarber, they're gonna have a hot week yeah. somewhere here, right? Like you know, they're gonna do something. Thing. And so if they do it all together, like the Cubs are going to put up like eight or nine runs a game, you know, because like even when the past couple seasons that have ended disappointingly, although we're not having the 2018 debate again, they've had like a month stretch where they like score 11 runs a game. Yeah, like you can't you can't get them out. Right. And if they so, did it, at, if they did it at just the right time, if they did they, it now, because 
you know, the, like the Marlins, okay, the rotation's pretty good, but it also been a little lucky, and it doesn't strike out a bunch of guys. Looking at their numbers, there aren't there aren't dizzying strikeout numbers here. It's not the Reds walking in here. Um, and then after that, you likely would see the Braves, who hit the shit out of the ball. Yes, but can't. But don't really pitch. No, I mean, if their original plan had worked, they would have a very good rotation, but the only guy left is Max Fried, and even he got hurt. Right. Cole Hamilton won one game for him. Mike Fultonavich completely (laughs) went bad. Right. And they're also the Braves who have a habit of finding a way to lose playoff games. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I feel... Like the path for them is set. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's the Dodgers waiting at the end, that's that's an issue. Yes. Um, but other teams have found a way to beat the Dodgers, so you know. Why well, can't the Cubs? You know, and the Dodgers have Kershaw has you know legendarily not been a great playoff pitcher. Walker Bueller is really good, but he's had. I mean, they're blister problems, but he's had them all summer. I know because he's on my fucking fantasy team. He didn't do shit for me. <laughs> I know they've been just basically for the last three weeks. They're like, you know what? Just you, we only need to pitch the games that matter, and none of these right. matter. So he's been, he's been matter. waiting, but you know that doesn't always work. So yeah, they could it could happen. I could talk myself into it. I um, could talk myself. I could also I'm, talk myself into um, on Thursday. Just. Thursday night, sitting around swearing. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, how the fuck did they lose to them? It's like a... Talk about American Legion week. I think you played an American Legion team. <laughs> let's let's be fair. You would normally spend your Thursday yeah, night sitting around swear swearing. About, swear about different things. Well, that is one thing I want to talk about. So, um, Chris Bryant mm-hmm. uh, went, went blue the other night. For him, God bless. Said, God bless him. Said shit twice, which I think yep. is, is I think it, it at least doubled his record for expletives in a day. Yes. Um, I'm all for it. Yeah, couldn't be more about it. Um, I I agree with him a thousand percent. We talked about it all the time. I mean, he's not. He did not get bad at baseball, and he is not a wuss. No. So any of your arguments are stupid. He is a really good player who has had. Injuries that make it really hard to play a hard game to play in the first place, and he hasn't mm-hmm. been as good as we all want him to be, and that includes him. Yes. So I was glad when he said, "I don't believe him." I think he does give a shit, but I think it's fine. I think it's he, good. That, I think it's good that he actually gives a shit, and that he got mad enough that he swore and said he didn't. He's just as frustrated by not being able to be Chris Bryant as we are. I would. I would dare say he might be more. He might be more because he's this, him. This is what he does. Yes. <laughs> like, um, but I mean, that's yeah. the guy that if I don't know what amazing thing would have clicked, but he's a guy who could just, you know, if he becomes Chris Bryant again, and the two home runs he hit against the White Sox looked different. They were yeah. they were Chris those, Bryant home runs. Those, those were Chris Bryant. The long swing. easy swing where the ball just keeps right. going. Like holy like, shit! How far it, did he hit it? It looks like he's barely swinging, yep. and the ball just rockets off his bat. His whole body is in it. it. You know, it's not just his arms, and it's like, and it has like his his homers have that weird high trajectory because they do just look like fly balls, but they're immense fly balls. Yes. Like he he hits them incredibly hard. 
And if that, I mean, this is my thing. People, I, the, the entire setup of the Cubs the past five years now is predicated like, well, we, well, we have an MVP candidate right in the middle of the lineup. Yeah. And no matter how bad things go for around him, yeah, he'll have a bad week or two or whatever. But like, we have this guy, he's going to put up a 140, you know, weighted runs created plus uh, six win player. Like, he, he, we just have him. We can, that's it. That's our foundation. And no matter, and he will keep us at a certain level. Well, they haven't had that. No. Well, and so I think what you saw, at least for two games on the weekend, is that's what it looks like when he's Chris Bryant. Yeah, it changes. It changes the whole trajectory. And if he's going to be Chris Bryant throughout these playoffs, then they have just as good as a chance as anyone else in the non-Dodgers division. Yes. And anything coming out of the American League, they had they would have no reason to fear either. You know, there's no Dodgers in the American League. I mean, the Rays are awfully good. The A's are awfully good. We saw how much they struggled with the Twins. They could they could beat those teams. Yep. Um, you know, we just need the Dodgers to trip on their own dicks like they always do. Yes. I mean, even mind if they did it before they got to the Cubs, but it also would be fun to beat them again. We, it we, would be. We, we do need the tiebreaker NLCS. <laughs> yes, we did. I mean, we, if, we, if Bob Nightingale can insist that this Cubs-Marlins matchup is a sequel to 2003. Right. 17 years later. <sighs> Which I looked up. Um, the difference between Godfather 2 and 3 was only 16 years. <laughs> <sighs> that guy, he just wears me out. Oh, he's the worst. He's just the worst. I, did, and I can't quit him. I, I tweet mean things to him. A, because he deserves it, but B, just expecting he's going to finally block me and I won't have to see it anymore. And he never does. He never does. He's like, it bothers you know, he's using, you know, he's some kind of martial art where he's using my own rage against me. He's like, oh, it'll bother you much more to read my tweets. Phil Rogers does the same thing. Yeah. Well, Phil Rogers doesn't even know where he is. No, he's, that's a, that's a unique idiot. Yeah, we never did. I mean, we didn't really get our Cubs Dodgers Cold War that we thought we would. Like, we, you and I both thought, like, okay, they played two straight NLCSs. This could get up to three or four. Yeah. Or five. Well, and the it, Do- Dodgers did their part. The Dodgers did their <laughs> the part. The Cubs didn't. Well, Dodgers have been, the Dodgers like, hey, Cubs, we're here. Where are you guys? And they're like, ah, well, we, now uh, let's, we're let's already say good. that if Carl Edwards Jr. doesn't blow that game in Milwaukee, <sighs> they probably would have played a third straight NLCS. I think, yeah, I think they would have. The Cubs would have destroyed the Rockies and, a five-game series, just as the Brewers did. Yep. And then they would then they would have gotten their heads handed to them by that Dodgers team. But whatever, you know, like that's fine. Um. So yeah, it would be nice to, to have them one more time, but I also don't think it would be very nice how that series would go. But that's okay. But yeah, and coming full circle, I. I don't. I didn't want to be. I didn't think I would be, and it's not the same. But I, I, I find myself looking forward to, to Wednesday afternoon. I, it'll be unique if nothing else, and I, and I think that's the first time I'll sit here and say, "Wow, it really sucks." There aren't fans there. Yeah, yeah. Because like you know, hockey. I haven't cared because the Hawks aren't worth caring about, and it's loud anyway, and everything sounds the same, and the goal songs still play. And, you know, I, I don't – I'm not that big enough basketball fan to notice. And soccer's been a little weird for sure. But, like, you know, my team had everything wrapped up when they got back anyway. 
But this is like, and, and I, not listening to Bears fans make noise when they have the ball's been great. Um, but this one, this one is like when you're going to, I think when you'll notice the most. Yeah. The only time I won't miss it is if, if they get to the NLDS in their home games in Texas, we will not, I, well, I, I shouldn't assume, but I don't think we'll have to sit through the awful, uh, pre-recorded celebrity seventh inning stretch. Oh God. Jake. I can't believe I, I shouldn't say I can't believe that they do it. I know why they do it because Budweiser pays them to do to it. do it. Which well, is another reason they, why I hate. Budweiser. They make they may make a series of calls to make sure yeah. they get people to do, record one from hey, home. And hey Rob, that. we've got we've got a, we've got some videos to send you. Like, oh great! <laughs> oh good, Jeff Garland. Great, that's what we need. Great. Who's the old comedian who does it once a year? I was Tom Dreesen. Yeah, Tom Dreesen comes in. He's a great guy. I've met him. Sad, and I apologize for, for blanking on his name. Uh, but he comes in, and he does it, and he tells all these stories. And no one has any idea who he's talking about. Well, they're all about they Sinatra. Just, <laughs> they all, all he tells are Frank Sinatra stories. <laughs> they all just let him go because he's willing to do it. And he once was Chicago Comedy Royalty, but no one cares. Yeah. Hey, 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 Tom, Sinatra's been dead for like a decade. <laughs> for like two decades. Maybe, maybe it's time to... To move on. Yeah, I could just see the Cubs calling up Major League Baseball and said, "All right, we've got him. We got him recorded. We've got, uh, we got Jeff Garland. Okay, we got Tom Dreesen. Okay. okay, and we got Jim Belushi. <laughs> oh, good, great. Okay. You know what? Uh, our internet's down, <laughs> and it's going to be for quite a while. It's going to be quite. It's going to be. Oh, a long well, it's okay. Text. We'll we'll send him with Ross. Right. We'll put him on his phone. You can get him that way. Okay, great. He's got nothing okay. better to do than okay, great. Uh, well, I, I hope. So yeah, next, next week we... is either a, a wrap up or a, another preview. So I, I let's do a. Preview. I think it's going to be another preview, but I'm not. I certainly will not be surprised if it's not. I this is all so stupid, and because it's so stupid, we should you should just try and have fun with this. If you're if you're listening before the Cubs take the field <laughs> on Wednesday afternoon, just don't work yourself up too much. Just try and have fun with it because it's so silly. And stupid, and you know it could be it could be a very fun ride, but it, it could also be. I mean, if they lose this team, it'll be funny as hell. Like it'll be, we'll laugh about it. Like I don't think we'll get that broken up, but uh, we shall see. I kind of don't want. I, mean, I, think, I think all I ask is I don't want it to go to a game three. If you're going to lose, just lose the first two games. Like don't don't go into a game three where they're going to have to like patch together yeah. John Lester and Quintana and Azalai. And like you know, go out to out, you know, just none of that shit. Like win the first two or lose the first two, just get it done, get it over with. The it's this is bad, but one of the when I first saw today who the announcers were, and I saw that it was Boog, I thought, okay, good, because he will handle the uh, ESPN ABC forcing the Bartman conversation down everybody's throat. Well, he'll he'll handle it. I think I think he will make it uh, short. Boog's a South Florida guy, right? He, but he, I he used to be the Marlins guy, right? Right, but I don't. I think he will think like, really, we have to fucking do this, right? Yeah, he's 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 he'll a do boss. it because they're his bosses. But I think it will be handled in a way where some announcers would. That's all they'd want to talk about for like, right? Especially just, especially if one of the it. games gets out of hand, then it'll be any foul ball down that way. So, oh, the Cubs are lucky. There's no fans here today. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because like you just want to be like you know you know we've won a World Series, right? But yes, I believe Boog was, um, 
he was on, I don't know if he was doing TV or radio, him and Len were there together. And oh, they have they have Marlins World Series rings. Right. Both of them. Um, well, just think if this plays out and it's Cubs Padres. Yeah. And the NLCS, oh, yeah, we're ready to, we're going to play all the hits. That's why <laughs> I, we're going to be playing those Steve Garvey homers. All the time, and it's going to be like, you know, we've won a World Series and they haven't since, right? Like, the team that's actually trying to cure something here is the Padres, not us. Right. Yeah, so our, our World Series drought is uh, three seasons. What's <laughs> right. yours? What's yours? So. Um, yeah, boy, I could. Uh, wherever, if, if it is Cubs Padres and they start replaying that shit, I will be able to hear my brother. <laughs> rumbling and screaming wherever he is in the cosmos because yep. he he never got over 84 that he was yeah. 13 years old when that happened and he that was like 2003 2008 you know they bothered him but 84 that was the one that like that was the one keeping him from being truly happy as a person yeah i was just young enough that it sucked, but I remember thinking, well, they're good now. Right. It'll just be like this every year. Right. A couple, you know, next year, year after. Well, yeah. Just, what, it was only slightly longer than that. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I understand because in 84, not only did they win the first two games, they won by a combined, like, 20 runs, yeah. right? Like, they just, like, blew the Padres out. And it was like, oh, this this isn't even a series. This is This is batting practice. And then... They couldn't tie their shoes. So that would hurt. That would hurt. I get it. Yeah, uh, and then and just the the parade of awful things that had to happen in games four and five for them to lose. Was, right. I mean, it was to the point where, because they were up 3 nothing in that game and lost it. Then, of course, famously, they were up 3 nothing in um, game six against the Marlins and blew it. Right. That I forget what game it was during the run in sixteen where I was like, just get a fucking four run lead. Could you just could you finally be the team to do it? And they did, and I somehow relaxed. Game six against the Dodgers because they were up. Three yeah, nothing. I'm sure that was it. Honestly, for a little bit, against, and you're like, you know what? Just just fucking extend yeah. it, and then like Contreras hit a homer to make it like four. Yeah, and you're like, wait, well, wait, they did it. Yeah, <laughs> like wait, they, they, like the shit. elusive the fourth run we've been waiting for for you know. For 32 years, right. they just scored it. Now it's all different. So, well, I look forward to whatever is next, whether it's a a, a postmortem or another preview. Well, and when you think we went from looking like it was just going to have a normal everyday season to uh, a plague around the world, to well, there's no way they could play baseball in this. Then, holy shit, I can't believe they're going to try to play baseball in this. Then they started to play, and everybody got sick, except for the Cubs. Except for the Cubs. And you thought, well, they're not going to make it. Other than the fact we thought, well, they need the cash, so they're just yeah. going to keep going. They're going to keep going. That it, you know, knock on wood, um, not they got through it. it far better than I think anybody thought they were actually going to. And then the <sighs> Cubs, I like the fact that they basically said, if we're going to play this shit, we might as well win something, and right. and they did. They, you know, they have pissed off every team they've played because they love to sit in the dugout and yell at the other team and at each other. And I can, I'll sign up for that. Yeah, 
I, I mean, yeah, you might as well, if you're going to do this, you might as well do it and piss everyone off. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about the Cubs and piss everyone off. I'm all about Chris Bryant going full heel. I'm, you know, all of it. Just let's, whatever, let's do it all. And, I mean, I, I get it from their perspective a bit because even as, I mean, I'm sure they're looking at it and saying, well, as fucked up as this season is and as much as this isn't a real season, you know, this is it for us. Yeah. Uh, we may get one more season just because they can't trade Chris Bryant now. Yeah, I think they're. I do. I think they're getting one more year by default. By default, but like they're like, look, we, you know, this might be our best chance. So even if it's not real, even if it's not, you know, an actual thing, we might as well go full out for it because, you know, we might not be here again. So more power to them, yeah. and uh, let you know, let's hope they provide some fun moments. It would be nice. All right. <clears throat> All right. Well, I will talk to you in a week's time. What will we be talking about? Who knows? Who knows? All right. Thanks. Till then, take care. Many of us have herpes. 